Hello and welcome to another Spark Hub podcast episode. This episode will be filed under empathy on our main website, and there's a quote to set the scene. More than ever before, our world needs more mindfulness, more compassion, and more action. That was said to, to me uh, by Avril McDonald, who is the person we will be interviewing today, and uh, she is the creator of Feel Brave. And fascinating interview, which you'll hear in a moment. And what she also did uh, while I was with her is she did a reading of one of her books. So in this episode, the first half will be uh, the interview with Avril and her journey on Feel Brave. And then there'll be a reading um, afterwards. Just a quick note that originally this interview was shot on video and the reading as well. So both of those are available on thesparkup.com. Look under the category of empathy. You can find it or use search under Avril McDonald and you'll find her. Uh, and you can watch the video version. Meantime, enjoy the audio version of this episode. Hi, I'm Avril, and I'm the author of the Feel Brave series of books and creator of Feel Brave. I created Feel Brave because I wanted to help children everywhere gain easy access to tools that help them manage tough emotions and reach their potential. I think in today's world where it's so distracted and, and we obviously have a really big problem with mental health issues. I wanted to try and start a movement that promotes creativity and innovation and, and making really good content that opens up conversations for children. As a child myself, I had my first panic attack at eight years old when nothing was known about mental health. No one even spoke about it. And so for a very long time and for many years, doctors just made me feel like I was slightly mad and I resigned to the fact that that was probably just the way I was. So that felt quite lonely. And then it wasn't until my sister was training to be a nurse when she came home with some photographed or photocopied material and she said to me, Avril, this looks like all the stuff you've always talked about. And I was so relieved just to find that there were names for what I suffered from. And, uh, and this gave me this insatiable curiosity, curiosity about the mind-body connection. And I found throughout my early 20s a lot of great techniques like neuro-linguistic programming and cognitive behavioral therapy that really helped me manage my anxiety. And then when I had children, I wondered why we're not teaching these sorts of strategies to our kids before they are older like I was and having to sort of reprogram. So that's really where Feel Brave all came about. When my daughter had a nightmare, her first nightmare, which quite often when that happens you think, what do I do with this? For me it was really easy to solve that. I just reframed it for her and we told a new story about her nightmare and the nightmare went away. And that was kind of my eureka moment where I thought, oh, maybe I could make some characters and stories and poems to help other parents and children manage their own tough emotions. I've written five, there's a series of five books. So each book tells a story about a real life situation that children may face and offers a really simple strategy to overcome it. So there's a story about anxiety and fears. There's a story that helps with self-confidence. There's one to take away worries and, um, and calm our minds. There's another story about uh, kindness and making relationships. And there's also a story about change, loss and grief, because I feel as though grief is still a very taboo subject, but it's something that we go through and children are going through all the time. And it's not just death that causes us to feel grief. Quite often moving house or a parent separating can cause a child to feel a lot of grief. And when we name a feeling, we can tame a feeling. So to have stories that open up conversations, this is kind of the big idea behind Feel Brave. So there's five, five books in the series, children's books, and there's also a teaching guide which is really to help teachers seamlessly weave emotional uh, development and, and mental health into their day without having to have a brand new big manual to, to try and get through. Well, it's really exciting now because in the last 
nearly a year, the concept's really proven itself. Children love it, teachers love it, parents love it, and most importantly for me, clinical psychologists are giving it outstanding references, citing the work as being something that's based on sound psychological research that really resonates with children. So the concept's now been proven, and I'm a patron, official patron of the Westminster Children's University, where the Feel Brave stories and activities have been integrated into the program. So with a mixture of working with charities, I'm talking to some of the leading UK mental health charities, I'm ready to really scale it up and make it available to everyone. So next steps are there's certainly more books. People are asking me for more books on specific topics. I want to keep pairing up with uh, mental health charities and grow it and obviously try and get awareness and really get it going in the mainstream. To do this, I need partners now. So I'm working strategically with some really big partners, which is hugely exciting. I'm Avril, and I've written some stories about a wolf and a cat. And I'm going to tell you a story now called The Wolf is Not Invited. Deep in the forest, a wolf and a cat played in a treehouse. Well, how about that? Meet Wolfgang the Brave and a cat called Katrine, who might be the best friends that you've ever seen. They'd make up great stories of magical things, and dance by the moon using feathers for wings, laughing and singing and jumping about, having such fun, all the stars would come out. But one day they happened to hear a strange sound. A knock and a bark made them both turn around. They never expected a knock at the door. Well, no one had knocked at their treehouse before. Who's there? asked Katrine, wondering who it might be. It's Clarissa, they heard. Will you come play with me? Clarissa was beautiful, daring and fun, bright eyes like the moon and gold hair like the sun. Katrine started dreaming of what they might do, and Wolfgang felt certain they'd let him play too. They quickly got dressed in their favourite clothes. Clarissa just loved the pink dress Katrine chose. Then she said to them both as she flicked back her hair, The wolf's not invited. I don't want him there. Wolfgang stood still, and his chest felt all tight. Katrine couldn't leave him. That wouldn't be right. But she ran off to play, and she didn't look back. Wolfgang's heart broke with a mighty great crack. Quietly, he cried, thinking no one could see. But someone was watching from high in the tree. Oh, Wolfgang, said Spider, you know what to do. Don't let your heart break, though Katrina's has left you. There are things that you love to just do on your own. Go and make some new fun. Then you won't feel alone. You love building things, called a voice from the sky. And you love to sing loud, said some friends swinging by. Yes, I do love those things, Wolfgang thought with a smile. He decided to play by himself for a while. It surprised him to hear someone else at the door. A kind wolf in big shoes that he'd not met before. My name's Carl, said the wolf. I like building things too. I have feathers for dancing. Can I play with you? Then they flew in a spaceship to a faraway land. While Katrine wasn't having the fun that she'd planned, Clarissa was frightful, so nasty and mean. I'll teach her a lesson, thought clever Katrine. Then she tossed a cream pie and it sailed through the air. 
then it plopped on Clarissa and messed up her hair. She ran back to the treehouse, but only to find someone else playing there, a strange wolf of some kind. She'd hurt Wolfgang's feelings, so he wasn't sure if he wanted to be Katrine's friend anymore. So she sat on the doorstep and waited outside. How sorry she looked as she sat there and cried. She waited and waited. It felt like for years. But he let her back in once she'd dried all her tears. And though they allowed her to join in their game, with Carl playing too, it just wasn't the same. But Carl couldn't stay long. He was moving that day to a place called New York, a long plane ride away. Katrine made some toast and a nice cup of tea. She wanted to say she was sorry, you see. She told Wolfgang the story about the cream pie. He laughed so much that he started to cry. And up in the treehouse, a wolf and a cat were best friends again. Well, how about that? I hope you like that story. You might like to think about things that you can do just on your own or that you like to do on your own. Or if you're ever feeling left out or sad or lonely, there's a really clever trick I'm going to show you that you can do to make yourself feel happy again. You ready? Do this with me. Stars in the night gather near. Fairies fly and meet us here. As we close our eyes and count to ten, shh, just whisper. Breathe in and out and in again. Wiggle your toes. Now make a smile. Be very still and think a while. Who do you love and who loves you? What's your favourite thing to do? Where is the best place you've ever been? What's the most magical thing you've seen? Now stir all these things around in your cup and like a hot chocolate, drink them up so they feel all warm inside your heart. Thanks for listening to this episode of our podcast. Uh, if you like what you hear, you can dive into a lot more on thesparkhub.com.